Sinclair and want to support the show, please visit our page at patreon.com slash OurSinclair. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Our Sinclair. I'm John. And I'm Tisha. I mean, Aaron. <laughs> and today, for our first annual Halloween Spooktacular, we're going to be talking about Yumiko in the Haunted Mansion. Aaron, tell me about your experience with haunted houses. Have you ever been inside a building that was supposed to be haunted? Many, many times, but Really? Absolutely. Mm. Now, uh, out of all of those... How many of them were? did you leave convinced that they were actually haunted? Hmm, good question, Boaster. Now, I'm talking non-residential places. Uh, I would say, you know, I'm not, I think none. But, convinced they were haunted, no. But, did I have a spooky thing happen, or was it eerie, or did I feel like an unworldly presence? A couple times. Uh, the times that come to mind, one of the places I was at was the very famous Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Here in West by Here God. Here in West by God. And we went the whole, we were there for the whole, you get the tour, you go all night, you know. And uh, we, me and Tree were there, and we went the whole night. It was cold, and it was, you know, it's a big, weird, empty building. It's old from civil pre-Civil War. The last part of the night, we were in a area that was devoted to children that had violent uh, mental problems. They locked kids up in this place. Oh, yeah. Mm. Listen, this is, keep in mind, pre-Civil War. Yeah. They could, you could lock up your wife just because the husband said she's nuts. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. That's, and, 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 you, and that's all it took. And they're like, okay, we believe you. We know, you know, we know how it works. So this place was super violent. And there'd been a super duper violent crime that happened in here where a guy got killed in a very uncool way. That place was, I will say, this, the vibe was creepy now. It was late, we were tired, and we were cold. But it was creepy. I was at the uh, Whiffle General Store, the uh, company store, uh, and that we asked a question. And This and, is an old coal town. In that's West right. Virginia, well, it's right? now it's an, an old nothing, but this right. is a general store from a, it was a coal store from back in the day. Was this, people would work in a coal mine in West Virginia, and I'm sure it was like this in other places. And you worked for company script. And so you would take your company script and you'd go to the company store. You, and you owe would buy your soul your, to the company store. That's right. And you would go in there and you would buy stuff. Now, this place had allegedly had like hundreds of hundreds of murders mm-hmm. and rapes and stuff. It was brutal, violent place that crap went down. Right. And uh, we were in a, of all places, this large like storage closet. And we were asking questions. And uh, we were saying, but it's one of those demons, if, you, if you're here and you can hear us, you're going to make a noise. And the second we said that, we heard a noise out of the blue. Creepy. You know, what does it mean? Who knows? It's just, you know, it could be crap. But that was a pretty creepy place. Then we went to a place called the Anchorage in, uh, uh, it was in uh, Marietta, Ohio, I believe is where it was at. And that was another creepy place. We had free reign, including the basement and the cellar. And... It was a super creepy place, and I know some people on Tree's team had some weird experiences, and it was, it was a, you got a weird vibe. So I've been some places where you got kind of a weird vibe, and in graveyards, uh, me and me and my boy Leroy were at a couple graveyards where we got a weird vibe, you know. So, of course, he's a major league coward, and the second he, anything, the second you hear any sort of noise, or uh, it got a remotely cold, or, a, or a, a frog jumped somewhere, he was, it was like Shaggy from Scooby running like a, 
like a baby heading to the car, crying like a, like a baby. Now, this is the first episode of the uh, Iris Sinclair Spooktacular. That's right. And I cannot let it go to pass without a retelling of the classic Daveroni's Haunted Hag Cemetery. Well, I'm not sure this is a haunted story as opposed to some sort of drug-addled story. I used to work at a pizza place in West Virginia in Hurricane named Deveroni's. And the back door of this place, I'd leave it open when I was doing dishes back there. And the uh, uh, the back door was right beside the train tracks. And I was back there working one night and a train went by. And as the train went by, I got sick. And I said, listen, I gotta go home. I'm feeling really ill. And so instead of going home, I left, I got in my car, fought a little better, I drove to my buddy's house. And I was there for a while and on my way back, I saw a withered, decayed hag, skeleton hag, shambling up the side of the road in front of Standard Food, right there at the cemetery, and it really freaked me out. And I've always wondered if it was there was something on that train that like screwed with my mind. Yeah. You know, like you know, like a sort of like you remember how like Daredevil formed when they dumped toxic waste on him, something mm-hmm. like that. You never know. Those 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 train cars coming in from Montgomery. <laughs> you never know what's on those suckers. Yeah. What about you? You have any weird spook? Because you're not what I would call a uh, paranormal type. But the scariest thing I've ever heard is I used to have this Flintstones record when I was a kid, and they went to a, a haunted, a spook. They didn't call it a haunted house. It was a spooky house. Uh huh. And I tell you, there were some sound effects, some door closing noises. I'd have to shut the thing off. I'd have to turn on the lights, shut the thing off, and start and just just start watching some Care Bears because I had a hard time with that record. So even at birth, you were sort of the puss type. Yes. You know, I will say, I'm going to defend you here, Boat. So you've never had a ghost feeling or anything spooky? Oh, I, you know, whenever I watch anything even remotely related to the paranormal, Uh I get get all tingly when I, especially when I'm home alone. But I mean, have you ever experienced anything like not TV related or record related? I don't think I've ever had a real life experience with the paranormal. Have you crept to a graveyard at night, anything like that? Went to a spooky house? We used to play hide and seek in Boy Scouts in the graveyard behind the Baptist Church. Up there. Anything weird ever happened? No. No? No. You know, getting back to your record, when I was a kid, I had this thing from Disney. It was thrilling, chilling sounds of the haunted house. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an it's an orange box, you know, orange uh, you know, container with a big cool animated haunted house on it. It's not animated, it's from an animation. Mm-hmm. And I used to listen to this thing. I had it was just all it was was sound effects from a haunted house. It used oh, yeah. to freak me out. And we still actually have the album. It's it at, is, yeah. It's at the house, and that's a pretty famous album. Uh, if I was going to collect, um, you know, I, I really, if I was going to start a new collection, I'd love to have records like those. Especially sometimes they'd come with Viewmaster slides. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be. I, I'd love to have an old like '60s or '70s haunted mansion Viewmaster slide set with the Viewmaster projector and play that thing. I mean, I wouldn't do it after dark. I Have mean. you? So you've never taken like a candlelight tour of any place, or any, like, or any like after dark tour? Oh, jeez, no. Well, is it? Is it? Just you don't. So basically, you just don't put yourself in a position to be scared. Yeah, you got to avoid avoid the occasion of horror. Mm-hmm. We've been on. Uh, in fact, we just took a, uh, a haunted tour of St. Albans. Really? Does St. Albans have some haunted spots? It does. It does, and uh, and some and some real nice historical stuff. And, uh, uh, and the scariest thing is that we left, there, were, there was an arson and a murder. So, 
<laughs> that's not good. Yeah, that's a problem. No, I don't think that's hauntings. I don't think that's the paranormal. So you've never had that's like you never hauntings. lit a match or or, or a, a candle and walked to a cemetery, or walked like we've done candlelight tours of like uh, uh, parts of the asylum. Or, you know, another place we did was a very scary place to go was Moundsville Penitentiary. You've been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get Did you go down in the cellar or anything, the powerhouse or anything? Like that? Oh no! I mean, my wife and I went there on our honeymoon. Actually, uh, this is the thing in Weston, right? <laughs> yeah. No, that's the is it is it in Weston? No, no Weston is I'm where they changed Allegheny's yeah. at. Yeah, that's where we went on our honeymoon. Mouse we just Ville recently went to the Mouse, and I was surprised that place it housed prisoners until like the early '90s, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's now it's completely uh, destroyed, mauled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that we've been through there, and it, there's some places that do like a can- that's why this you game know, sort of <laughs> reminded me of that because you get the candlelight tour basically. I, I will say this: when I was in school, you know, I went to Ohio University. Uh, by many accounts, Ohio University is the most haunted college campus in America, and I did listen to people that told me stories of going to the lunatic asylum on campus there. Yeah, I never went myself, but even the stories, it was too much. I had to leave. Have you ever have you ever played with a Ouija board? No. Have you ever even okay? Let's let's simplify it. How about a tarot card? You ever play with tarot cards? No. A dowsing rod. <laughs> Anything like that? There was a movie from the seventies. It was a Disney movie, but uh-huh. it was a live action movie when they were into that deal. It was called Watcher in the Woods. Uh, Have you heard of this movie I've before? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Mega scary. I watched it in fifth grade. They put it on for us at Halloween. I didn't sleep for a week. Really? So you're very sensitive to this sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like being scared. It's not fun for me. I so, like being not scared. So I guess the next question is, did the game this week scare you? Uh, it's funny. You, I enjoyed this game. Well, let's not get too far. I like games that are... Here's my perfect level of horror. Uh-huh. Let me put it like this. The Haunted Mansion at Disney World, uh-huh. where it's like creepy, but in like a smile. It's like a friendly creepy. So sort of like my son. Yeah. A wimpy creepy. I'm just like Luke. Yeah. I like things that are like, ooh, it's creepy, but it's also kind of a little funny, you know? Um, Luigi's Mansion, one of my favorite games of all time. Although there were some parts of that that made me a little afraid. You know, I've got to sidetrack for a minute because I see Curtis just said something in chat. Dr. Tongue's 3D House of Beef. Now, that is an obscure reference. And I want to acknowledge how obscure it is because I'm a big SCTV fan. And you, we all have watched these after dark, late night horror, local horror shows, chiller theaters. Is this like Elvira? Stuff. Yeah, something like that, but lower end. And so SCTV, which is a made up TV network that's part of a comedy show, they had Dr. Tongue. Dr. Tongue and Bruno. And Dr. Tongue was played by John Candy. And he would, and they would have these 3D movies, and he'd be like, you know, he'd be like, will you sign this document? And he'd go, into the camera like that. It's so funny. And But also they had a guy named uh, Count Floyd. Count Floyd also, was, he would host the shows that Dr. Tongue was on. And he was a vampire. And he was, and it was a Joe Flaherty. Is this played. where, like, the MST3K, like, TV's Frank and all that stuff, is that like an homage to all it's these not, guys? It's not. There's no homage to these guys. But it was super funny. So it, for just as a Halloween, of course we're getting late in the game for Halloween. But if you want to see something funny, it's just, one day after Halloween. Just look up. It's just not late. In the look game. up Dr. Tongue on on YouTube and, and 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 or Count Floyd and for some Halloween. This is your kind of uh, Halloween fun. It's okay. funny. It's not the least bit scary. I like it. I like it a so, lot. And thumbs up to Curtis and, and also Packy for knowing what the heck we're talking about. Let's talk about this week's game, Aaron. Yumiko 
in the haunted mansion. You meek me in the haunted mansion. I'll be down the stairs. No. I like it. It was a stretch, wasn't it? I liked it a lot. No, I'm talking about my wacky pun. I am too. I'm, oh, okay, great. Well, then good. So, uh, you know, uh, this is a late entry on the on the on the spec. This may be. It's definitely one of the newest games we've. I'm saying, is this newer than? Uh, this is uh, not newer than Morty Vicker. Yeah. I never came. I always want to say fresh in your drink gum. Now. Every time that's where it comes to my head. <laughs> Morty. It wasn't called Morty Vicker, was it? It was called. It was uh, called Morty Vicker. I thought that's it was, what it's I thought called. It, I thought it was. It wasn't called it. fresh in your drink gum. <laughs> so anyway, this was released, Boatster, two thousand and twelve, just a few short years ago. Well, seven years ago. Author. Now I'm going to try to put this down. Did you look at the fella name here? No. This this is a heck of a name, Lezek Chmielowski Daniel, and another fellow. I think a secondary partner in his name, Yersme. Okay, so, I'm I sure tried. That those are, those are accurate. We do the best we can. Well, here I mean, with the listen. News. This is this is a double word score in Scrabble is, yeah. right here. Okay, uh, of course this was. Now you can play this. You got your 48k, or you could go big. The 128. You the go double. big or you go home with this game. Yeah. And then this had a, uh, this had the, as a game from 2012 showed, it had the full slate of control options uh, on this thing. You got, you got the whole deal. Now, it says here, and, and maybe you can explain what this means, Bo, because I am a neophyte in the realm of R. Sinclair, as you know. Uh, this requires TR-DOS operating system. Uh, I don't know what TR-DOS is. So, no. I mean, and I and I, did, I will admit I did have some emulation issues. I got this running, but it wasn't the easiest thing I've ever done. I did not use any sort of craziness at all. I loaded this up in Spectaculator, and it worked right away. Okay, well there you go. So of course, Spectaculator, a fine emulator. Right. I'm using some more of the good cut rate stuff. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I did eventually go with the joystick on this one. So you should be happy about that. So um, you are uh, Yumiko, the anime girl. All mm -hmm. right now, any I don't know anything about Yumiko. You have any any thoughts on Yumiko? Is, is that a reoccurring character? Is she from something? I believe that she is. I believe that this is based on an anime, okay, or a manga. Really, a pre-existing property. Because there was will. there was scarce little information on what this thing was. So this is actually I have to say, um, this is a pretty clever game, and it certainly has a clever look, doesn't it, Boat? It does. Uh, so you are, Yukimo, uh, it's Yukimo, isn't it? No, it's Yumiko. It says here, Y-U-K-I-M-O. That's that incorrect. You you copied and pasted incorrectly. <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm looking at the, you, uh, you, 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 oh, yeah, you're right, I, I misspelled that. Yumiko, I got it. So you have to light candles in this haunted mansion. Pretty simple, except mm -hmm. it's not that simple. It's not that, it's never that simple. So, now I, I got two separate numbers. So are there thirty-two levels or thirty-six levels in this thing, boat? It's a I lot. I think it's thirty-six. I think so too. So you wander around in the dark. All right, stop me when I'm wrong. And you go around lighting candles. Well, you can't just go light the candles. You've actually got to. Uh, you've got. You've got to have your materials to light the candles after after spell. And you've got a sort of uh, over arching map that helps you get around this dark, because it's dark, it's pitch black. Mm -hmm. The only thing you've got to light your way is a, your own personal candle. Right. And you go around and you light the candles. That's that's all you got to do. That's the goal. Light all the candles on the level, the level ends. But, there's a hitch. 
and the hitch is there's a there's ghosts in this uh, haunted well there would be in a haunted mansion I guess and the ghosts will go around occasionally if you're too slow and they will blow out your they'll blow out the candles you gotta mm-hmm. go do them again mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty much the long and short of it as from, as that's I will, it that's I will the say game. so let's talk about the the way the game looks uh, this was a very cleverly whoever designed this was a smart person because they looked at the strengths of the spectrum and and they actually used some of its weaknesses to the game's strength mm-hmm. like your color clash for example there's this sort of uh, multicolored halo that surrounds uh, Yumiko as she walks through the, the mansion and it the color clash actually makes it it works because it sort of it makes it feel like that she's walking around and, and lights reflect, reflecting and refracting in different ways, and it works. It looks good. Uh, when you light the candles, it lights whatever's around the candle in the same sort of halo. Uh, there are occasional lightning strikes in the game, and when lightning strikes, it sort of lights up the whole screen. It's sort of a blue hue, mm-hmm. right? And it's good, but it's also kind of creepy when that happens because you get a look occasionally at a ghost that you can't otherwise not see. And they'll be, they just sort of are there, you know. Uh, they don't actually, I've, they never, I mean, I played this through probably, oh gosh, I'm trying to think out how many levels. Like, how far did you get into this thing? I made it to level five. Okay, I didn't get that far. I think I got to level, I think I got to four uh, before I just, here's the thing about this game. It, it's the it's rinse and repeat basically. When you say yes, I mean, tell us about your experiences with this because you had okay, obviously well, had a lot all, easier time, time getting it going. You know, with games, we're talking about the ZX Spectrum. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I fairly or unfairly, I'm willing to cut the complexity of this game some slack. Yeah, I think that this game is a work of art. The way that they use the palette. The way that the character, first of all, the character is very, for being a small-ish sprite, I know that there's no hardware sprites on the spec here or whatever, but anyway, I'm gonna use that terminology. Uh, it, you know, she's very well animated. Uh, very, she, I mean, not very well animated. She's very well drawn. She's, she's already yeah. animated. Um, but the way, like you said, that the halos that you're describing, the, almost the word halo doesn't do it justice, but the, the way that light emanates from your character is very, very con- convincing given the limited uh, palette of the spectrum. Uh, that is, the lighting effects are this game. If it wasn't for that, this game would not be worth talking about. But it is because these lighting effects are so good. Um, it really gives you the feeling of being surrounded by pitch black in a way that a game like Haunted House for the Atari does not. Of course, Hard oh, House yeah. for the Atari 2600. Perhaps the least scary game of all time. Um, so, uh, in this game, you, like you said, you go around and you light candles and you have to do it quicker than the ghosts can blow them out. Yeah, you and light all, your time. Yeah, when you light all the candles on a floor, then you're, you're done. Um, here is the problem that I had with this game. Um, I was... I was not able to die. Um, if you ran into the ghost. Yeah, I was not able to run into the ghost. I never once died when playing this game. Um, it, 
I never died. Yeah. In, in a game where it's you, not hard. <laughs> in, in, in a game where you can't die when the threat of death is not there, and you're constantly just running around the level relighting candles, the the fun quickly passes. That yeah. um, I guess I made it to level seven. Level seven is where I tapped out uh, because I'm looking at this now. Now here's the thing. Another thing that I forgot to mention, and I, I uh, thank uh, Spence over in the chat for pointing this out. Did you play the 128K or did you play the 48K I played the 48. Okay. The 128K version has some rockin' AY music in it. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Now, AY is the, the 128K sound chip. Uh, you know, it's the SID of the, uh, the Specky. And it's got some great music, and that music plays all the way through the game. Amiga developers take note. Uh, it is it is super super awesome, and that definitely it's it's perfectly suited to the game, and it definitely kept me playing longer than even I might have without. Um, this game is you've got matches like when you press the button, you've got a certain amount of matches that you have, but I couldn't like I, I never ran out of matches. Yeah. Instead, I had two matches. I always had two matches. The problem that I had was the ghost kept blowing out the candles. I kept having to go back and relight the candles. What this game boils down to is you have to find an optimal route for every level to light these candles so you can get them all lit before the ghost starts blowing yep. them out. Um, I really wanted to love... When I started playing this game, I was like, man, this is great. This is so good. Yeah. And unfortunately, my enthusiasm ebbed as I made my way through the game. And then after I stopped playing the game as I was watching playthroughs, and I realized that there is no... Like this level, level 7 by itself, on the playthrough, it takes him like five minutes to beat because the ghost keeps blowing out the candles and you got to keep go, you know, relighting the candles. It's a shame that you don't have any kind of offensive weapon or any way to deal with the ghosts. The ghosts sort of appear randomly, from what I can tell. Um, it's like you said, it's it's a one-trick pony, and I feel like this game is so close to really being a masterpiece. Something that I I'd, I'd, I'd recommend to anybody into the spectrum at all. Um, it's just missing one more thing. If they would just put in one more thing, I feel like it would have taken it over the edge. Well. I, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad because I was nervous about this because I thought, man, I'm, like I said, I had some trouble getting this thing cooking. And when I did kick it cooking, it just, I'm kind of like you. I'm like, I was reading like what this game had and what you needed, but I'm like, I never ran up. Same thing, I never ran out of matches. And and again, I could get off the levels. It this game has a weird learning curve because really, it's not hard. You're, you're, and like I said, if you don't run in the ghosts, which I never did, uh, you're gold. And and the thing is, when the lightning comes and there's that cool effect and you see the ghost, it's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, ghost. I think yeah. that's kind of neat. Yeah. And at first I was afraid. Like, I thought the ghost was was coming for me, right. you know? But that's not what the ghost does. And you're right. It's it, it's all about your optimum route. And it's one of those games, and I've read some people mention this. Like, once you understand the pattern, you're good to go. Like Pac-Man. You can mm-hmm. go through it. Um, there's a lot here that I like graphically. I like the concept of it, too. But it just it doesn't seem like enough to do. I know on later levels, uh, uh, you know, you get more into the keys and doors and stuff like that. And you have, uh, uh, I'm assuming it gets a little more challenging. But I'm, I mean, I would play, I played this thing three or four different times this week. And I would, it just, it got boring. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty quick. And that was my biggest problem with it. Just, I just got bored. I mean, like you said, it, 
And it also can be frustrating to have to go back. There's a noise that it makes whenever the ghost blows out your thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what it sounds like on the 128, but it's just a noise. Yeah, you know, and you, and, you, and you here we go. And, and the thing is, it doesn't really engender anything but just like, oh my gosh, you know, I've got to go back and get this again. It's, it's not, the noise of tedium. Yeah, it's the noise of tedium. You know, I love it. And I'm thinking to myself, when, you, when I was playing, it's like, listen, this engine is gold. You could make, and what you could do if I wasn't going to use this engine for something, it would be a, a neat dungeon exploration game where it, the map unfurled in front of you, and then you could use that overworld map after to only show the stuff you'd seen. Yeah. And you'd have yeah. something, you'd be on to something here. Um, from what I read, um, this was written in, in compiled basic. Right, right. Very impressive. You know? It's also got a uh, console-style password system, which mm -hmm. is welcome. And I like the fact that the passwords are not 600 characters long <laughs> right. and needlessly long. You know, some of the levels are pretty big, you know. Um, but to me, you've got some of a game, but not enough of a game. It just, mm -hmm. I just, it just, I got bored. Yeah. Right, to be, I, I like I said, and, and the, I like the halo effect. The fact that you can see the bricks of the wall and you can barely see them, it's shadowy. It uses the spectrum in a, in a very cunning way. Again, that's what I liked about it. I would have liked to, if, if you were to make a game that's a horror game, I would have made it a little more horrific, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. You've got that cool lightning effect. Right. Man, once you see a ghost, maybe have the ghosts come within your halo and they're coming after you. Yeah, that's you what have, I'm talking about. you have about. to lose them in the maze. That You've might got a, you know, a key component of any game... In my in my humble opinion, is the fear of death, is the fear of, of losing a life, and in this game you don't have that fear. You know, ghosts are. I mean, these ghosts are, are sort of Casper-like. They don't look too menacing, but you've got to have some. You got to have something to be afraid of, other than all the lights going out. Because guess what? When you start a level, all the lights are out. Yeah. So, eh, it, like I said, for me, it, I, I was. It, it was almost almost tech doom. I hate to use that, but it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, there was uh, only the World Spectrum score on this. They gave the people over at World Spectrum gave this a 7.47. Uh, obviously, uh, you won't be getting this on eBay. <laughs> so, no reason to look that up. I'm not, honestly, I don't know how this is distributed, Boat. Is it still, is it something you can still I buy? Think, I believe that they made a boxed copy, a uh, limited release oh, of wow. a boxed copy. Yeah. And, uh, but this is freely distributed. The standard edition is, is freely distributed on, on the internet. Just search it out on uh, World of Spectrum, is where I got it. All right. Uh, we did have a uh, a one review coming in from the one and only Mod Master Pixels at Dawn. He says, with fantastic AY music and graphics that make me think Pixel Vixen found an 8-bit version of D-Paint, <laughs> this is a solid arcade game that definitely feels like it benefits from the years of experience of specy coding since the 80s. Unfortunately, it's a little too easy but it has pure arcade action as you run from candle to candle trying to light them all before Pac-Man reject ghosts, snuff them out, or the time limit runs out. The lightning flash mechanic refueling the level is quite nice and definitely added to the atmosphere of the game. A, once, a lot of fun once you get into it, but needs more challenge to be scarily good. Six out of ten. See, I did not get that vibe. The arcadey action, it was not. Yeah. And Pac-Man ghosts, they were. And I don't want Pac-Man ghosts. I want scary ghosts. So yeah. that's, that's just me. Yeah. So let's talk about this, Boat. If you enjoy our Sinclair and want to support... Oh, yeah. So tell us what we've got here. I'm going to hold this up for the... For the uh, if you enjoy our Sinclair... You don't have any really good arms there. 
So this is uh, the uh, this is a, a special uh, delivery from the future was 8bit.com. This is a uh, it's called the DIV MMC Future. Gosh, you memorized that. I did. You got a lot of brains, Froggy. And uh, this is an SD. It's a combo joystick adapter and SD card uh, interface, which allows you to instantly load games on your ZX Spectrum. Oh, man. Uh, whatever kind of spec you've got, this thing will work for it. Um, and uh, it, we are proud to officially announce the Future Was 8-Bit as an official sponsor of uh, our Sinclair. So, you got to have one of these, don't you, Boat? Absolutely. It, now, let me ask you a question. Which is easier, the, your gimmick with your phone or SD card? Oh. <laughs> First of all, the gimmick with the phone w works approximately, I don't know, 15% of the time. <laughs> yeah. This thing, I'm going to be running through games like nobody's business. Oh, man. We'll never be able to stop you now, bro. Yeah, Computer Club is tomorrow night, and man, this thing is going we're to make break, an appearance. We're going to break this sucker in old school. Yeah, we that's are. That's very cool. And that's, and, and uh, hey, Futures have a great, great outfit. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. So thank you very much. Future was 8-bit. Um, next week, Aaron, is a week... It's licensed title week on our Sinclair. Okay. And the one and only Pixels at Dawn, Clive's club member Pixels at Dawn, has chosen the trap door for us to play. Now that, vague, is that based on a TV show? It is. It? I oh, think it's boy. based on a TV show. A so. very famous show. We, we, we actually covered, uh, I think the guy that did this did another very famous game that we covered. Yes, yes. I believe you are correct. So, Outstanding. We will learn all about that next week. Uh, I do want to remind everybody, we do record our Sinclair live every week on Twitch uh, at twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming. And uh, you can join the fine folks in chat like Paul Kitchings here with us, Pixels at Dawn, Graham Vebke is with us, uh, Pack Billy, Operative 1010, Spence QLZ, L Curtis B. Uh, thank you guys, Pick Hard 2010. I can't remember if I said that or not. Thank you guys so much for being with us live at this late hour for yep. all you fine folks in Europe. Um, well, that's it for this week. Oh, Aaron. Boat, you forgot one oh, thing. Oh, yeah. If you want to dress in style like the one and only Aaron Dowdy, you can go over to amigatees.com and get the official Our Sinclair t shirt. It's luxurious and supple. It's luxurious. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys.